Hi there. Welcome to MR Explorer. I'm Z Johnson, your host. Today, I'm going to talk about something that um, I think it's on a lot of people's minds, and that is the coronavirus, COVID-19. I know that there is a ton in the media about the virus itself, about infection rates, about not getting too scared, not getting too panicked, um, wash your hands, don't touch your eyes, don't touch your, your mouth, and just general basic hygiene principles um, that we have all been taught. And the purpose of this podcast is not to talk about any of the data, not to talk about any of the information in specific. What I am going to do, though, is I want to take a look at how this particular outbreak of a virus around the world is impacting the insights industry as a whole. And there are three general areas when I was thinking about this earlier that I see this virus having impacted the insights industry or is currently impacting the insights industry. The first is travel. Of course, there is a lot of talk about travel cancellations, travel being um, travel in decline because people are self-quarantining or just trying to be cautious and not, be, not going on airplanes, not going on trips because they just want to minimize the risk of being infected with this virus. Conferences are being canceled, but I also have been thinking about the qualitative side of the insights industry and, and the impact it's having there on focus groups. And I wonder about recruitment for focus groups, ethnographies, IDIs, even separate from research itself, having customer meetings and being able to um, get together brand and market research partners together in the same room to talk about things. So definitely an impact on travel um, that this virus is having for our ability to to get together, to do research, um, to share our findings, and and to continue learning from each other. Now, that said, I think there are a lot of opportunities for us to take advantage of the technology that we have for doing virtual conferences, such as NewMR has their virtual festival of NewMR that is always online and always free. Um, there are now available online focus groups. You can do mobile ethnographies using mobile devices. You can do IDIs. Of course, you've always been able to do them over the phone, but if you want to do a face-to-face, -face, you can use a video conferencing. It's not necessarily 100% the same, but it gets you most of the way there. And same thing for customer meetings. Um, I think being able to take advantage of video conferencing technology is a huge boon to the um, to being able to meet in person for customer meetings. Now, the second area where I think um, where I see the the virus outbreak impacting the insights industry is in our day to day work. Part of this is, as I was talking about before, just the ability to do research, and I'll get more into that later. Um, but also that remote work function here in Washington state where I am located, um, also happen to be not too far from the life care center in Kirkland, um, where uh, the major outbreak started of the coronavirus in this area of the United States. Um, a lot of companies locally have decided that they are having their workers re work remotely for the month of March. 
Now this itself presents challenges. Um, in this area, we had a large snowstorm in 2019, and that snowstorm basically also forced a lot of remote working. And what I found interesting is I was working at Microsoft at the time, technology company. We have had a ton of technology at our disposal to be able to facilitate doing remote work. And that was wonderful. However, the things that were missing from doing remote work were things like having an easy way of keeping in touch with a team. You know, if you wanted to just walk around and find someone around the corner, that was no longer possible. That person was online. You had to find them and I think make a more concerted effort to be able to get in touch with them. Um, so you're missing the natural spontaneous chats. Now, the other thing that I have noticed is remote work can also, while being wonderful for introverts, can cause a lot of the extroverts to forget about the introverts. And so while it's difficult for extroverts to be working from home because they don't have that natural ability to just have a sounding board readily available to them, um, they don't have just the energy that they are fed from being around people, the introverts, while they are, I'm sure, delighting in being able to work remotely and just focus and heads down and get work done, there is also the um, possibility that they are being ignored because they're just not speaking up. They're not going to be necessarily reaching out as much as an extrovert might be just to chat with someone online because I haven't seen them in a while. The other thing that I can see us needing to do as a result of the impact this virus has on our day-to-day -day work is accepting the fact that work is going to slow down at times, whether that's because of illness in self or in peers or even in the people that we are trying to recruit to be able to fulfill qualitative or quantitative study quotas, there is going to be an impact. And we're going to need to accept that some stuff is going to slow down, even with all the technology at our fingertips. There is still the human on the other side of the machine who may not be able to get back to you as quickly, who may not be able to have the, who may not have the energy really to engage with you. And I say this from personal experience, the past week and a half, I've been sick and very low energy and found that even just getting online one morning to check my computer was, um, was an effort. And so I was basically out of commission for a full week while I worked on just getting better. And that meant that some of the some of the um, work streams that I was working on slowed down. Yes, I have teams that a team that backs me up and can fill in for me, but there were also just some things that, as all of us, I was working on that just they could wait. So I think, in addition to needing to reach out more, make sure that as a team you are remembering the introverts on your team. Reach out to them. Make sure they're. They are included in discussions, use the technology available for being able to chat with people. Remember that chatting functions in whether it's Microsoft Teams or Slack or wherever, whatever you might be using is there in part to be able to help you stay connected. And sometimes you need to have just those occasional non-work related chats just to remember that there are humans around you and to reconnect with your peers. Now, the third area where I see this virus impacting the insights industry is our ability to do research. 
Of course, in-person research is going to be more difficult. It probably already is, in part because of travel restrictions, in part because of um, people who might be, be ill, who might have immunocompromised family members at home. They might, themselves might not be ill, but they are unwilling to travel to be around other people right now because they are wanting to be extra cautious and not um, expose themselves to the possibility of bringing home an illness that could be um, terrible for the family members they have at home. We also need to remember that in all research, the reports are only as good as the data on which they're based. And so as researchers, as we're hearing all of the pieces of data that are coming out about uh, mortality rate and infection rate, we need to take a step back. I know I had to do this. Take a step back and realize what is the base size? <laughs> what is the base that is being tested? Um, but that also meant to it, and the only reason I bring that up is because I, I realized that um, at least around me, not everyone who was going into an urgent care clinic, for example, was being tested for the coronavirus because they were not necessarily exhibiting symptoms, um, nor were they necessarily uh, people who had traveled abroad. And for quite some time, that was the parameter under which someone could be tested. So your target audience, to put it in insight research speak, your target audience had these barriers on them. And it was, you had to have traveled abroad and you had to be showing particular symptoms, very specific symptoms. And then some of the, the doors opened for being able to allow more sample to be tested. But because we don't have an entire a group of people being tested, everyone being tested, that means that we do not have the full, true, and base size that we need to be able to really have an accurate picture of infection and mortality rates, especially compared to other diseases and viruses for which we do have better information. Now, all that aside, how this relates to insights research. Let's think about the people who we are recruiting to participate on online focus groups, online ethnographies, online communities, and who are participating in research of any variety, quantitative or qualitative, online. When it comes to quantitative, it's going to become even more necessary for us to be sure as an industry that we are um, putting in quality measures in place to be sure that the person who says that they are taking the survey is actually the person they say they are. Um, when it comes to qualitative research, as I mentioned before, there are going to be people who maybe they would participate if things were different, but they have people at home who are immunocompromised and they are they need to be more cautious as a result. And therefore, while they meet all of your standards, all the requirements for being included in a study, they're unwilling to participate in a study because it means being in a room with a with a few other people and potentially exposing themselves to, to unnecessary risk. We also need to be aware of the representativeness of the group as a result. Um, as we're doing more online qualitative research, we need to be aware of people who are varying physical abilities, people who might need different um, 
different setups for them to be able to participate in research. We also need to be aware of people who are in regions that have slower internet speeds and possibly even people who don't really have internet access who are in, in very remote areas. Um, just keeping those things in mind more than ever as we think of inclusive research and making sure that the data that we are acquiring is truly representative of the audiences that we want to be representing, that we are feeding back into brands in order for them to make business decisions. We need to be more careful than ever that we are doing our absolute best and our due diligence to include the, the people that need to be included in our studies. So travel, day-to-day -day work, and the research itself. Our industry is definitely being impacted by this virus and will continue. I think this is just the beginning days of, of this, um, of the virus uh, spreading and we're gonna continue to see measures taken to try to diminish and um, restrain the amount of infection that is going around. That said, I hope that I also gave you some ideas on ways that you can still stay engaged, not just with the research community, but with your peers and with the people for whom you are doing research and the people with whom you are doing research. So again, for those conferences, look for those online opportunities, look for those webinars that are available for you to attend remotely, look for opportunities to get together with your teams remotely and just maybe chat about different topics. Um, for your day-to-day -day work, remember everyone on your team, not just the people who are reaching out because they are extroverted. Remember the introverts on your team. Be sure that everyone is being included in your team and find ways to not just engage your immediate team, but also your broader team. Perhaps having a contest for who can have like a GIF war or um, a contest of who has the craziest looking lunch or just something that can be a little fun, not necessarily work related, but it helps bring your team together. And finally, the research itself. You've heard me talking about inclusion for your day-to-day -day work. Keep that in mind when you're doing your research. More important now than ever to be sure that we are including being inclusive in our research and the people who we are recruiting to participate in our research. Important more than ever now to be, to be sure that we are putting those quality measures in place when we are going out to do quantitative research and make sure that we are really doing our best to make it easy to access, for other people to access the ability to participate in research whether that's customer experience, user experience, human experience, market research, uh, whatever it is, remember the rules of inclusivity and keeping aware that we are doing our best to have samples and have groups that truly represent the audience that we need to talk to. I would love to hear your thoughts on how you are being impacted by the the COVID-19 virus, how it's showing up in your, in your research, um, in your travel, in your day-to-day -day work, or in other things that I haven't thought of where um, the current 
the current virus is impacting your ability to get work done or impacting the insights that you're getting. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Thonthiri Johnson. You just type in Z Johnson and you should find me. You can also find me on Twitter at Z-O-N-T-Z-I-R-Y. Talk again soon. Stay well.